What's up, VHL? Welcome to the one and only place where you can't find a Sam roll. Your day is about to be blessed. This is Jardy's Hacking Podcast. dumb cunt nobody can you fucking believe this guy he has been slandering me relentlessly on his shitty fucking hecking hecking knockoff podcasts that he thinks are good because he writes stuff down and prepares and is organized and has organizational skills doesn't even just ramble off the cuff and rely on saying bad words for mass media appeal he's quite pathetic honestly this nobody he is a nobody true to his name an absolute nobody and that's why the hounds are the worst team in the league um and that's why he's currently on blast by the league um anyway i'm <laughs> i'm jardy v10 uh and thank you so much, nobody. I know I was being very mean to you, but that's just my thing. And um, when he said Sam roll, it actually just conjured images of like sushi. Uh, so maybe that can be my nickname for Bruins now. I can be like, oh, hey, it's my, uh, no, not my Sam roll. That's creepy when I say it like that. If it isn't our, our's nice. It's a collective. If it isn't our little Sam roll, Oh, look at her go. She is but a piece of raw fish on a bed of rice. Don't we all just enjoy um, her presence? Yeah, I'm not very good at uh, whatever that is, speaking endearingly. (laughs) Anyway, yes, welcome to Charlie's. What a fucked up intro this was. This is why I recorded it several times. Actually, no, this is why I recorded it several times. Because when I imported, uh, what's his face? Nobody. <laughs> when I imported nobody's uh, intro into Audacity, it uploaded in at 48,000 hertz, um, which apparently is 4,000 too many hertz. So when I did my first several recordings, like I. I start with the line, good afternoon, VHL, get a load of this dumb cunt. Um, that was planned. That's the most writing I've ever done for an episode. Um, but I couldn't say that with a straight face, so I kept cracking up and laughing. So I just kept pausing and, and redoing it. Um, and I was going to keep all my failed attempts as bloopers, um, but now back to the Hertz things, I realized that since I started by importing his intro that was at 48,000 hertz my voice was deeper um which was kind of neat i guess but also it sounded like i was trying to compensate for not sounding like a little bitch which is most likely what nobody did so if you think that nobody has like a deep cool voice it's because he's uh, recording at a different rate and he actually sounds like a prepubescent child but who am I to judge? 
I'm wondering if I can actually put in a clip of me. Here, I'll, I'll show you what I sound like, actually. This is the most ADHD uh, podcast I've ever done so far. Give me one second here. What should I say? Oh, yeah, actually, I'll just give you a taste of what the clip was, although I think I deleted it forever now. But I'll, I'll give you a sample. Good afternoon, VHL, and get a load of this dumb cunt. It's nobody. Nobody is a little piece of shit. Yeah, so that's what I was sounding like, which it's not like a huge difference, but it actually does. It honestly sounds like it's me just like talking lower, trying to sound cool. Uh, if I would have realized this was something I could do, maybe that's what I would have done for the popularity podcast instead of fucking my voice over. Although now I'm curious, uh, how low can I go? How low can we go? All right, it's playing with audacity recording bullshit here. All right, let's do something else here. Holy fuck, that was ridiculous. <laughs> that was so fucking creepy. <laughs> so <laughs> this is too fun. I changed the the project rate to three hundred and eighty-four thousand hertz, up from forty-four thousand about. And I spoke well, I started speaking. I spoke for like ten to fifteen seconds and <laughs> I realized that it added like three minutes. <laughs> That is like three minutes of of recording to the project. So I'm like, oh, my 10 seconds of talking got sh literally stretched out to three minutes. And that's what you just heard there. That was probably me saying the words, okay. <laughs> God damn it. That's so fucking creepy. Uh, this has been, this has been quite the intro. I'm like a solo three papow here. All right, all right, all right. It's time to it's time to actually talk about the VHL here. What am I doing? What are we doing? <laughs> so yes, this morning I've effectively been playing hooky from work. Um, I mean, I've just I can work from home, but I I'm not actually working. Um, because you know the VHL was popping this morning. Uh, our boy, our new member, who I may or may not have mentioned in a noob train, but I'm not too sure because I lost the recording for one of them. Um, but Horcrux uh, got a very nice um, media spot going, saying about how shitty the VHLM is. I'm paraphrasing heavily, um, and that's garnered a lot of attention because the VHLM has been a work in progress for like the last fucking four. 14 years 15 it has never not been a work in progress um and so it's nice getting the new member opinion you know we're always kind of talking in the abstract about how oh like maybe we should do this because this might be good for new members or oh like this and that like this is a bunch of like veterans talking speculating on <clears throat> what might be good for a new member experience and all that so it's nice to have an actual new member who's been on when did he sign up here i just have to go to the top of freaking uh reputation for the day list our pop oh for the week damn uh joined october 21st <laughs> he's been here a week um and he's he's already a big mover and a big shaker so shout out to horcrux thank you my man very very good points um you brought up and yeah it's nice getting like an actual new member being like i've been here a week and this is my thoughts on how things are done um <clears throat> and yeah you definitely touched on issues that i can say i won't do a, a bog leak thing i don't remember if i mentioned it on the last time i did bog leaks um but i'm pretty sure yes let's see here bhlm has been being discussed since um October 9th. <laughs> um, so yes, people have addressed the issue. 
um, or have been addressing the issue, and it's going through a nice slow bureaucratic process. I don't know what I, I my my sources aren't too specific because they're lazy, but so I don't know how much headway excuse me the league is actually making on on making changes, but um, yes, the HLM definitely has some issues, and I think shitty teams like Mississauga in bad GMs like nobody um, contribute to uh, to that strange experience where there's like four teams who are too good and you can't actually really play on. Um, and then every other team just kind of gets left in the dust. That's why I like teams like Philadelphia and Halifax because they have lots of active players, but they're not like, they didn't just build some disgusting mega team. They just were able to attract free agents because they had an active but not too active with too many players teams are like hey come you can play and also not lose i think every team should just be that you know there shouldn't be teams that have like zero roster players that's why i think the solution is just to have roster minimums obviously you have to make other changes to you know uh, be conducive with that like whether or not that means allowing inactive signings or whatever um, with rules on top of that. Like, yeah, you can allow inactives, but they can't be taking ice time away from actual people who want to get better. Um, which is why I was trying to apply for an AGM job. Uh, because I'm not terribly... I mean, I am kind of interested in GMing again, but I also recognize that I don't... I can't really commit to the DHL like that. Um like there's just weekends I'm going to not be there. <laughs> um but mind you I am I don't know. Um recruitment and retention has always been something that uh I felt is important to the VHL so I want to contribute to that in some way. Um but I don't want to commit either. So a VHLM AGM job for me would be awesome. Uh because then I can have a vested interest in a something in the VHLM. Maybe that's something else that needs to happen too. I think more VHL members just kind of, you know, people don't necessarily think about the VHLM because it's something your player is in for a season or two, and then you have another six or now seven seasons in other leagues and more competitive leagues. Um, so it's not something people are necessarily actively concerned about. Um, but maybe if there was something like you know being an AGM or or something that you have an active interest in something going on in the VHLM uh, could go a long way for the health of that league in general. Anyway, that was quite the ramble. I'm gonna have to like stop and even <laughs> reflect on what the fuck I was even just talking about there. Anyway, yes, that was my thoughts on the current state of the VHLM. Uh, and if you are a VHLM GM and you are listening to this, feel free to hire me as your assistant. I would gladly assist you. Um, anyway, let us move on to the questions portion that I get sometimes. Um, and yeah, a couple of weeks ago, Tate asked me some questions. And then the other day, fucking no, no hibbity. I'm actually looking at his username for the first time, and it's just really, really butchered, the spelling of nobody. It's N0H. There's no H in nobody. And then BDY. Uh, yeah, what a disaster. Anyway, um, he gave me a question. So let's pow rifle through Tate's cues here. Tate, thank you, my love. I love you deeply with me forever move away from your family and let's let's just run away together and live in the mountains oh my sweet tall baby man anyway oh man my levels were off the charts there i might have ear fucked everybody which i guess in the case of tate was the objective anywho question number one is there anything you wish would come back into fashion uh no not in particular. I know this is like general, like I know you're not just regarding like fashion trends. I'm not all that fashionable. I'm just a plain old man. 
can't really think of anything offhand. Um, no. Next question. <laughs> Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Um, this is a boring answer, but kind of both. Uh, if I was to do a Myers-Briggs test, I would come out as extroverted every time. So I guess I'm an extrovert with introverted tendencies. Um, like I love interacting with people and making long, stupid podcasts for people to listen to, but I don't like crowds. Um, and I, and I value my alone time sometimes, uh, you know, my roommate will come home and he'll be like, Hey, want to chat and have a beer? And I'll be like, leave me the fuck alone. Um, so yeah, it's kind of both, but more towards the extroverted side. Number three, which of the five senses would you say is your strongest? Um, well, much like Phil, when I was bleh, reflecting on this question, I realized a lot of my senses are bad. Uh, my sense of smell is no good. My sense of hearing is very poor, um, which leaves touch, taste, seeing. Um, my my eyes are pretty good. They used to be excellent um, when I was a child. I had like perfect vision. Now I just have good vision, although I do have just the slightest stigmatism in my right eye. So it's not perfect. So... My sense of sight is pretty good, but also my perception is quite low, so I don't notice anything. So I really don't utilize the sense of sight that much, which leaves touch and taste. Yeah, I, I'm not like a, again, Phil kind of references to, but there's like people who are like connoisseurs who are like, oh, this has a hint. Does this have, you know, garlic in it? The answer is yes, but yeah, I can. I'm not one of those people who can be like, oh, this flavor has this taste in it. So that's not great. I am really good at lovemaking, though. So I suppose that sense of touch. Uh, number four, have you ever had a surprise party that was an actual surprise? The answer to that is yes, actually. Um, so this was, would have been like 2014 or 2015, whatever birthday that would have been. Let's do the math here quick would have been my 23rd or 24th birthday. Um, see, previously, the trend I had set since I was 19 or 20 is that I would host a themed birthday party. So when I was 20, <laughs> when I was 20, I had a bar mitzvah themed birthday, which really was, had zero Jewish real themes to it at all. It was actually, it's an excuse for a formal, but like a silly one. I'm not Jewish at all. Um, but I decided to have a bar mitzvah just so I could have an excuse to wear a little yarmulke, little hats. I think they're called yarmulkes. I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, but um, and then, and then more comically, when we all went to the bar after, so everyone dressed up kind of nice, and when we went to the bar, whenever we would finish a drink, we would drop the cups on the ground and stomp on them and shout Mazel Tov, um, which a lot of my friends kept doing even after that day. Just, that just became a thing we would do at the bar. It was bad. <laughs> we destroyed so many cups, um, but it was fun. Uh, anyway, I'm a little tangent. So yes, I had a bar mitzvah once for my birthday, and then I had like a Christmas-themed birthday, I think, uh, and I would do stuff like that. But anyway, so then on this particular 23rd or 24th birthday, um, I... I can't remember what I planned the theme to be. I think I planned it to be a wizard party. Um, wizard theme. So, uh, and then I was going to play, we we're going to all play like the wizard staff game where you like finish a beer and then take the empty can and duct tape it to the last beer you finish. And whoever had like the longest staff at the end of the night wins. Um, so I was planning this party and my friends were just like not being cool. Um, no one was like really responding <laughs> for whatever reason um so i didn't know like who was coming it was like the days leading up to it and i had like a handful of confirmed guests whereas normally like i would have like 20 or 30 people show up to these parties um so i was kind of feeling down about it um and then my girlfriend at the time like i was like starting to get ready and like my girlfriend came home from school and she's like hey it's your birthday um let's have some birthday love making so we did that and um and then she's like 
I'm like, okay, I got to get ready for this party. She's like, okay, like I left something at my house. Like, can we like go pick that up first? And I'm like, sure. I don't remember what it was, but point is she wanted me to accompany her to her place so we could go and pick up whatever it was that she forgot. So we drove um, to her home. And then when I got there, all my friends were there and she hosted a Game of Thrones themed birthday party, uh, which I was quite floored about because I was a big Game of Thrones fan. And I was, in fact, surprised and it was very nice. I had always wanted a surprise party. Um, felt good. So in conclusion, yes. Number five, are you related or distantly related to anyone famous? No. Number six, <laughs> not really anyway. Uh, I guess my sister-in-law has how many followers on TikTok? She has 810,000 followers. No, yeah, 810,000 followers on TikTok. So getting close to that million mark. Um, and yeah, one of her TikToks got, it's partially because one of her TikToks got, uh, shared or retweeted or whatever by Cardi B 11, um, that ripoff of a user woman. Uh, so yes, she is the most famous person I am related to. Um, number six, what do I do to keep fit? Uh, my secret is being six foot two almost and having a great metabolism. Um, because yeah, I'm quite slim. In fact, I think I'm always losing a little bit of weight because I don't eat properly uh, and I skip meals. So I wouldn't be surprised if I was low as 170 right now, although I'm typically around 180. Um, but other than that, my job, like especially in the summer, is like physical, like I'm on my feet a lot walking around so i'm walking like you know usually at least 50 to 70 kilometers a week um but other than that not too much uh i'm gonna be getting into wall climbing here next week or wait that should be this week fuck i'm, I'm getting into <laughs> getting into wall climbing i swear um and so that's a future thing so i can like actually get into shape but other than that, I, I don't snack a lot. That's my secret to not being fat, is that I do not eat a lot of snacks or sugary things. Um, or pop. Pretty much the only thing I, the only thing I drink uh, is water, really. Like, I'll have booze with my friends sometimes, but I ironically can't drink that much anymore. Um, I never really could. My body's quite intolerant to it. Um, but I still do it, because being drunk is fun but i don't do it nearly as often because i'm old and i don't care as much anymore so yes what do i do to keep fit kind of nothing i don't eat that's how uh number seven does my family have a motto spoken or unspoken not per se um i guess my family is all about hard work um and I would almost say, like, our motto is hard work pays off. But um, that wouldn't, I would say it's more like being lazy fucks you over. <laughs> it's the opposite of hard work pays off. It's don't be lazy and you'll never be in too much trouble. Actually, that's probably the motto. Work hard and things will fall into place uh, would be my unspoken family motto. Number eight, if I was the ruler of my own country, what would be the first law you would introduce? Uh, being able to carry your drink out of the bar and drink in public. That'd be the only law. Everything else is like, you are allowed to drink in public, but also we will arrest you for being belligerent and stupid if, if it comes to that. That's all I want from Saskatoon. I just want to be able to walk out of a bar with a drink in my hand. Like that's how it is. Like when I went to Thailand and I went to some of like the more resorty places, the uh, resorty is not more touristy locations. I went to Koh Phi Phi and like there's plenty of street vendors or whatever that'll sell you buckets of booze. Um, and the thing is, you can just like obviously they're not getting those buckets back, but you know, there's so many of them that and all the buckets are kind of the same that you just have a bucket. And you kind of just leave it wherever. 
and then probably just like the nearby the nearest vendor kind of claims it and they just kind of get cycled through all the street vendors um which is how i want everywhere to be um which again it's kind of ironic i was like i can't drink that much anymore also the first law i would introduce involves drinking um its final question is uh who was my favorite teacher in school and why so our math teacher would end up being like our math teacher almost the entirety of high school um her name was mrs sosnowski um and the reason i liked her was for a few reasons one she was just a good teacher like she was able to effectively teach at least me math um i don't know just the way she ran her classes was just made sense like she would introduce the concepts and then do some examples and then give us our homework like it was just structured in a way that i was able to pick it up and learn it well um and yeah i don't i don't know it's a i'm not very good at explaining things like it's hard to explain what the difference between for me anyway it's hard for me to explain like what separates a good teacher from a bad teacher all i know is that with good teachers i actually learn something <laughs> whereas with bad teachers i'm confused and don't know what's going on so she was just effective at teaching and also she ended up being like our homeroom was she our homeroom she just ended up being our math teacher all throughout high school as i mentioned earlier which wasn't normally the case like uh we would usually have like a different math teacher every year or we'd end up like having our principal teach us math. like my older brother had our principal teach him math and he sucked he always complained he's like mr dyer is a fucking dipshit um but it just kind of kept working out like schedules like the teaching yeah the teacher's workload kind of kept getting adjusted every year so we just end up keep getting mrs sosnowski for math um which is probably a big reason why I ended up becoming an engineer, because if I just had some idiot teaching me math and I didn't understand it, I probably wouldn't have tried to do it in university way more. So anyway, she was. Uh, so thank you, Tate, for the questions. Um, you blessed. Oh, wait, heart react. Yeah. Anyway, and then the final question for today's episode um, is from Nahubiti. And he asks, what are my thoughts on Halloween? Well, let me tell you about Halloween thoughts. They're my favorite. <laughs> Get it? I was making a pun on the word thoughts. Uh, but for real, what are my thoughts on Halloween? I like it. Um, I kind of like the spooky season. Like, I'm, I don't get into it as much as, like, a lot of people. Like, I'm not decorating my house or, like, watching a horror movie every day in October or anything like that. Um, but I kind of dig the vibe. Um, I like kind of the more cool, like well thought out costumes, even though I don't really dress up myself again, ironic considering I was just talking about how it always make my birthday parties themed, but again, I'm old and lazy now, so I don't do that shit anymore. Um, but I do like to appreciate a good costume. Um, and I also, it's stupid, but, um, <laughs> I like it when, <laughs> I like it when women start dressing scantily for the season. Um, it's cool. It's sexy and fun. Um, even though I don't really, like, I only, I suppose, would take it in via social media because I ain't going out on Halloween. That sounds like too much. Um, yeah, I'm just going to for so on like Halloween, Halloween weekend here in a few days. Um, the, the woman I'm seeing now is just going to be hosting a soiree with, with my friends, like my five friends. And that's going to be that we're going to play like settlers of Catan and probably none of us will dress up at all. And that's my ideal Halloween. So <laughs> I guess the short answer to this question is I like to observe Halloween, but I don't like to necessarily participate. But I like it in general. So there we are. That is the question portion of Jardy Second Podcast. AAA. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So an interesting new development from 38 minutes ago. Um, 
Advantage has stepped down as Cologne's GM, our very first rehiring of a VHLE uh, GM position. Um, yeah, it's too bad that Cologne missed playoffs. Uh, it was kind of a sweet homecoming for Advantage to take over the team. Um, but I guess he's... Uh, oh, let's see. Advantage is stepping away from the GMing, but not the league. That's good. Admittedly, I don't really see him around anyway. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's stepping down. But also, I'm not I'm not exactly the most um, engaged of members either. Uh, that being said, perhaps this could well mean, but probably not, um, that if a VHLE GM gets selected to take over, or sorry, a VHLM GM gets selected to take over a VHLE job, that means they'll have to hire a new VHLM GM. And that means that I will have a chance to become an assistant GM to a VHLM team. So that's exciting. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. Thank you, Advantage, for, for GMing that one season. Um, like I said, it's too bad you guys didn't make playoffs. I was rooting for you. I actually thought you guys had one of the best rosters. If you rewind to one of my podcasts... Uh, about the VHLE, when I was looking at the rosters post-draft, I was like, Cologne kind of feels like the strongest team to me. And they weren't not necessarily the strongest team. Uh, it was a very even-fought league. Um, and they're just one of the two teams that did not win. So anyway, that just happened. Now, speaking of GMs, this is a segment I thought I could have a little bit of fun with. Because I noticed the Season 80 World Juniors Championship uh, GM applications have gone up. Now, since I've returned, I don't think World Juniors really existed when I first left. And I've noticed that um, the World Junior GMing has been like kind of the the premier way of of getting new player or new members rather a chance to GM. Um, or yeah, people who otherwise have no GMing experience almost always get this job. Um, so even though this thread also isn't terribly old, um, it was posted yesterday afternoon, so just about 26 hours ago. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go over who's all applied and tell you whether or not they should be hired. Um, now there's five positions. Um, so yeah, let's go over them. So first, <laughs> right out of the gate, 11 minutes after posting, we've got our aforementioned Horcrux. He would like to apply even though he's new. Well, I've got good, and let me tell you, everyone is absolutely <laughs> loving Horcrux. Um, I mentioned earlier that he is the most popular contributor this month, I think, or week for sure. Um, and it's because everyone's loving how active he is. All he said was, I want to apply even though I'm new. I want to learn and get experience in all facets of this league. He's going to tear us down from the inside. Don't you people see? Um, and he'd like to apply for any team, but mostly Canada, USA, or Europe. Oh, shit. Horcrux is a she, her. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been calling you a he. I assumed your gender this entire time. I apologize. Um, <laughs> fuck. I'm going back. I'm deleting the whole podcast. Um, sorry, Horcrux. Uh, yes, people are fucking loving her. Um, she got 10 reacts on that. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Hot tip for new members. All you got to do is like participate, and everybody here will fall in love with you. Um, in a similar vein, I hope he applied, but... Uh, Masu Chan is another member I'm going to shout out because I've noticed his activity. <laughs> I'm going to assume, I'm still assuming male. I'm, I'm sure someone named Mason's a boy, okay? Mason's a silly girl's name. At any girl's name, Mason, your name's fucking silly. Um, and anyway, Masu Chan's another member who, number, eh, another new member who I've been loving lately. Anyway, uh, final verdict Horcrux for a GM position. Yeah, totally. Um, she has been here a week. We'll see. Uh, 
well, how many other applicants we get, you know, if there's, you know, five to six other applicants who I like just as much, but have been here longer, I guess they should get precedence. Um, but yeah, loving her, um, loving her spirit this far in. Uh, so our next applicant is Fireball Salad. Beautiful. So this man, this presumably Asian man, pronouns, he, him, player, Young Chiang, um, I haven't noticed him about too much, which again means literally nothing. Uh, he joined a month ago on September 23rd. He has been like reasonably active. Let's see here. This actually segment should not turn into the noob train, but for WJC <laughs> applicants. The way I'm noticing he, uh, so Fireball Salad is player Young, Yun Chiang. Uh, plays for the Marauders, presumably, and he <laughs> modified their logo um, as a media spot. Well, actually, not a media spot, sorry, a, a VHL.com graphic, the exact opposite of a media spot. Um, added some Dia de los Muertos um, flavor to the logo, which I absolutely love. Um, and I wish that would get more attention. Anyway. I'm loving Fireball Salad, another great applicant. Let's give him a like. Let's get him above Horcrux. Um, Rory is applied, presumably as a joke. No one wants to hire you, Rory. Um, Kisslinger. Kisslinger has been here for quite some time. Um, I'm pretty sure he might have... I think, I'm trying to remember if Zach Kisslinger was, was on a World Junior team previously. Um, perhaps even the one I AGM'd. But yeah, Kisslinger has been around for like a year now. Um, and yeah, this is probably like his first time um, kind of getting into GMing. So it's kind of cool he's taking an interest. I don't know if he's ever got an AGM position, but I definitely support that. Now, speaking of new member darlings, um, AJ Williamson has applied which deal gave a laughing emoji to for some reason um yeah aj definitely everyone fell in love with him kind of last season he was the highest drafted first gen uh, i think that was season 79 or 80 or something um and and yeah he's still a wonderful member and the only thing that um I can't remember. He may have got a job GMing last season. I don't know. I truly do not know. Um, but if he did, that would be my one knock against him. If not, I think he's a shoe in I think he's, he's put in a full last season of being a good active guy. Give the man, give he him a shot, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> Although alternatively, uh, I saw you applied for the Cologne job too. You could hire him as a Cologne's GM and then not hire him for world juniors uh anyway we got another um another applicant that's gracie he's also been around for a while since april 5th <laughs> he's been around for a month um actually yeah, he joined like three days after i returned isn't that fucking crazy um yeah i'm quite certain his goal i feel like his goaltender was on my world junior team but ken Probably not. God damn. Uh, another great African. Ajito, the um, owner of Zidane Chara, um, applied. Damn, actually, these are a lot of good candidates. I was going to be like, here's objectively the five best uh, candidates, but um, it's tough to say now. Uh, we have Ale Alexandre. Alexander? Alexandre? Um applied and he's been applying for fucking everything i've noticed um jamo mayo someone i previously shouted out um james glove dropper he's been great oh man there's a lot of good this is bad how am i supposed to pick five people uh thunder ridge another thunder man matt thunder um who matt thunder would have a little bit of seniority uh domino who is a returning member, I believe, um, wanting to get into the thick of things. Um, 
depending on the returning status of a member, they tend to not get a lot of priority. That's what I'm worried about in applying to be an AGM. People be like, I don't want to hire you. You're old. You're done, old man. Um, and then Baby Boomer, that's actually another one that stood out for me. I liked his application because Baby Boomer has been fucking insanely active. So yeah, these are our applicants after just 24 hours. So which five do I pick to get the job? Well, let's let's see here. So when picking World Junior GMs, you're looking for if if I'm RJ RJ wait is yeah sorry RJ <laughs> I was getting RJ Fryman mixed up with AJ Williams. If I'm RJ Fryman, I am looking for a member who doesn't necessarily have much VHL GMing or just VHL experience in general, but I am also looking for kind of as much long-term sustained activity as possible, which is why I said AJ is kind of would be a shoe-in pick for me, because um, he's been solidly active for, <laughs> I guess, just a few months. Um, but like a couple seasons now, um, which is enough, you know, this isn't someone who joined like today um, and is applying um, and hasn't necessarily like proved themselves, but has been consistently um, showing promise and in, in, in being an active member. So yeah, I'm kind of looking at a blend between new people, but new people who are have seniority of getting a GMing shot. Um, so that being said, number one pick, AJ Williams. That means there's four other spots open. Now let's compare this to, there, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna look at an applicant here because I'm looking at an applicant right now who has been active since he's joined, he or she has joined, um, but, isn't somebody who I would necessarily give first dibs on. Like I would probably choose Horcrux over this person, even though Horcrux has been here a week. Um, and Thunderidge has been here since August 29th. Now, a reason for that is a little bit, and this is maybe racist because I don't go on Discord and I don't know what's going on over there. I mean, that's not entirely true, but I don't know what's going on over there. Um, but yeah, Thunderidge has 15 posts in the last, we're just going to say, two months. Compared to someone like Horcrux, who's been here a week and has been, has 35 posts. <laughs> you know, there's a there's an extra level in engagement, and you love to see that engagement. Um, so yeah, like a lot of, a lot of Thunderidge's posts are either um, press conferences or... Um, applying for jobs. <laughs> so I do love to see that he's interested in jobs. Um, I'd love to see that he's, I mean, yeah, he's been a consistent, active member since August. Um, but he just kind of, you know, if I'm, if I'm RJ, I'm kind of looking for that extra gear of activity. You know, I want someone who I know, especially as a GM, you want them to be engaging. Um, and I think kind of, you want to see a little bit extra. So uh, Thunder just probably someone I would weed out. Um, personally, not necessarily because he's only been here a couple months, but you'd, you'd like to see a little bit extra. So that's my hot tip, uh, Thunderage. I, and, and I hate to be like, be more active or you'll never be a job. Yeah, or you never get a job. You also won't be a job because that's silly. Because, um, you know, people people enjoy the league how they enjoy the league. So I guess this is just kind of like my opinion and what I would personally be looking for um, hiring as a GM. Um, but yes, Thunderidge, if if you want to take my advice, um, and if and if you're comfortable with it, um, I don't know. You could just do do a couple things, just kind of engage a little bit more. Um, I don't know. Comment on people's media spots, write media spots, do graph. I don't know. Whatever point task um, you're most comfortable with. It doesn't have to be earth-shaking. You know, I'll, I'll go back to Baby Boomer and pull him up. 
Um, he's had a nice long, he or she has had a nice long series um, of going over baby Bob's life. That's expanded now 17 chapters. Um, oh, no, 18. Um, which they're, they're good articles, um, but it's not like they're, um, it's not like they're, you know, making this big kind of Horcrux type media spot. Be like, this is how I'm going to change the league. You know, it's just kind of going over baby Bob's progress with the league, um, which is awesome. Like it doesn't have to be like impactful, quote unquote, necessarily. Like that's perfect. That's why I'm just going to go ahead and say baby boomer is my second pick to, uh, to GM a team. Um, cause they've been plenty active. They joined on hashtag 420 blaze it, um, which is dope, literally dope and dank. Um, so those are my two GM spots so far, AJ Williams and baby boomer. Congrats you two. Congrats on being hired to rural juniors and apologies to Thunder Ridge, who has been the first elimination <laughs> from contention. Actually, technically second. I eliminated Rory as soon as I saw his name. Now, I think for my next GM slot, what I'm going to do, I'm going to tackle, because there's three members here who have been here for a year. Um, so I'm going to tackle kind of what their activity has been in that last year, because I don't think any of them have been fully necessarily active that whole year. I think a lot of them might be like returning folks. Um, so let's take a look at that. So the first of this trio I'm going to look at is Matt Thunder. Now I very briefly reviewed Matt Thunder's uh, activity the last year. And by the last year, I actually just mean the last handful of months. Um, and from as best I can tell, at least, yeah, his, his recent his recent activity um, has been good. He's been engaged. He recently got a assistant GM job for uh, with Ottawa, which is great. Um, and he seems to have got an AGM job by the virtue of patience and applying every time. So that is a valid strategy. Um, <clears throat> as best I can tell, this is his first um, crack at GMing of some capacity. Um, and he's been doing the press conferences and, and signing players, um, which you love to see. It seems like he's doing a competent enough job with the links. They are a powerhouse after all. Um, and yeah, he's been fairly engaged. Um, he doesn't, I think, I, again, I'm just sort of glancing. Um, uh, he doesn't seem to do like a terrible lot of like six point tasks, but, um, that's fine. All in all, I'd say he's a very solid candidate. Now looking next at Kisslinger, another guy who joined a year ago. Um, seems to be kind of after his first GM job here. Um, honestly, I think, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, has a pretty similar activity levels to Matt Thunder where, you know, they stick to their, um, kind of their team press conferences and, and extra stuff like that, the HFL groups. Um, but much like Matt Thunder, who was given a shot to AGM, and again, as far as I can tell, has been doing pretty well. Um, in fact, actually, one other thing I want to point out about Matt Thunder, um, as I'm creeping his post history, there was a point in September um, where a new member, who unfortunately seems to have fallen by the wayside, but um, had made a post and was like, hey, like I'm looking for a team. Who wants to help me out? Matt Thunder was the first person to um, to reach out to him and, and try to contact him. Um, so you'd love to see that. Um, but anyway, I'm talking about Kisslinger. Uh, yeah, no, these, these, this is another guy who I think could definitely use a shot. Um, he is certainly a solid candidate, uh, and this would be a good kind of trial to see how he does uh, in a GM role. Um, Although interestingly enough, I haven't seen him post, uh, haven't seen him apply for any of like the recent AGM jobs, so maybe he's not necessarily interested. I don't know. I think he'd, I think that'd be a fun a fun go to give Kisslinger. I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing his name differently every time I say it. Uh, a shot at at a GM spot. 
and also as a side note, I've kind of been reading his uh, his media spot for Theme Week, and it's been quite enjoyable, honestly. Um, yeah, so then the last player, last member, want to highlight uh, who is old or <laughs> signed up a whole year ago is Domino, who uh, I think highlighted in one of my recent things that he came back fairly recently. Now, I think of these trio of 2020 signups, uh, Domino might be my favorite. Uh, not to play favorites, um, <laughs> but there is a reason that he got an AGM job with Minnesota, another successful team. Because, um, yeah, this person, I was going to say guy. Let's see. View profile. This guy. Um <laughs> has been crazy yeah like he he posts quite a lot um which i love i love people who are post whores um which he is um and he's got an agm spot and i don't know if he's ever gm before again i don't know if he's ever been in a in a tournament or whatever um i'm gonna say he's my number one pick for a gm spot uh of this trio so so far i've given jobs to aj williams um baby boomer and and Don now Domino, but there's still a few more candidates left. This is tough. I, I hate doing RJ's job for him. Um, I guess I'll I'll go down the list. So that's Gricey. I remember when he signed up. April, yeah, I think I mentioned that. Yeah, he signed up around when I came, uh, and he was doing great. But it appears he went inactive at the beginning of August, um, and now he's just come back, recreated another goalie. Um, Love the guy. Uh, I think I'm going to have to rule him out of contention for a GM spot because um, he has literally essentially signed up. I mean, I know. I was like, Horcrux could get a job. Uh, she's been here a week. Uh, so that's Gricey has also essentially just been back for a week. Um, so I know I'd love to give the guy a shot, but I think there's too many strong candidates. Um, and yeah, I think he'll have to show another season of sustained activity and then i'm giving him a gm job i promise so that's gricey you are fired good luck with your new player uh the next member i'm going to highlight is ajito um who has been active since since may um and yeah just Again, going over his recent post history, he's got th he's got three pages of, of activity, um, seventy one posts uh, since May. So I mean, not bad. Um, but I think yeah, I think he's another guy who, on one hand, I think would be a good fit for a spot as as a GM or getting a shot um, as an AGM or a GM of World Juniors. Um, but at the same time, he's also someone I would, again, kind of like to see a little bit more engagement out of. Again, he might be very active in the Discord for all I know. Who the fuck knows? Um, he's kind of limited to to press conferences and applying for jobs. Um, and so one day I would love to see that happen. Um, but yeah, at the moment I would have I would I would have Matt Thunder over. Ajito a little bit here, even though they have similar activity levels. Um, but he's a solid candidate, but I think he's fired. I, I'm, you're fired, Ajito. Sorry. Or am I? Uh, <laughs> and um, I'm going to go ahead and fire JMO Mayo for essentially the same reasons. Um <laughs> He's uh yeah he's he's someone I've been lightly tracking since so again it's nice when I do a, a noob train and then I see their name for the first time and then continue seeing their name uh so I recognize I definitely featured Jamo Mayo on the noob train when he joined up a couple months ago um and he's been great I love James Glove Cropper Cropper uh and he's been doing solid all around um but yeah nothing quite necessarily standing out but he does yeah he did a graphic for for niles godlander um he's someone i would love to see get a shot but maybe not this go around um 
yeah, I think I'd want to see want to see another another season of of activity from JMO. Um, and then he's probably one of my favorite picks, to be honest. But it's pretty early. Um, and hasn't done too too much because yeah, you, I think I don't know. When I'm hiring GMs, I'm looking for people to stand out, and there's literally no shortage of people who deserve a shot at, at GMing. And that's kind of the problem. <laughs> There's so many people that I would love to give. I wish there was 10 jobs that I could give out to all these people. But unfortunately, there's only five. Um, so you got to get the people who really stand out. Um, so I think JMO Mayo is fired. Um, so yeah, I got two jobs left and a number of candidates. So I'm now down to three, three of the newest members um, who have also been the most active. So that includes Horcrux. The, the lady of the hour, um, and then Alexandra, Alexandra, and uh, in Fireball Salad. These are the next three people I'm going to highlight. Um, and by that, I mean I've already talked about Horcrux plenty. Um, we all know she's an excellent candidate, despite being here for precisely one week. So I am absolutely looking over... God damn it, I dropped my nail clippers. Looking over Alex's activity, I'm, I'm loving this guy. Um, he's very eloquent and well-written, which is just attractive to see. Um, he's been posting a wide variety of, of, of things. Like He's been writing VHL.com articles. He's been replying to threads and other media spots. Uh, he's hungry for steak. Uh, he's applying for all the openings, um, which you'd love to see. Um, yeah, no, he's been doing exactly everything you could ask of from a new member. Um, so he's been very successful. I mean, he seems to have got to an early in with the rush. Uh, he's one of the reasons they're doing so well. I mean, he freaking, let's see, he created in August 28th, so I don't know, that might have been early season um and he's pretty much capped out in the vhlm um so this guy's fucking awesome um and he's a great candidate but he's up against horcrux and he's up against fireball salad um who uh, yeah i mentioned a little bit um fireball salad is kind of the exact same boat honestly um so he joined september 23rd uh has been posting plenty uh, like I said, he's been doing media spots. He's been doing uh, VHL.com. He's been, again, doing reviews, uh, even off-topic discussion, talking about how Evander Kane's a piece of shit. This is what I love to see. So honestly, again, yeah, like as far as like new people, like people who've been here for two months or less, these three are honestly like my they they kind of are my favorite candidate, even despite everything else. Um, and now I'm a little bit at an impasse because the more I the more I dig into these guys' histories, the more I kind of love them. Um, so that being said, I am ready to fire another candidate uh, from World Juniors contention, <laughs> jamming contention. Um, and that's our girl Horcrux. Um, like I said, I obviously can't say enough great things about this member. Um, and that's awesome. And she will continue being great and she will very much inevitably get a GMing job in some capacity, whether that's next season at the world juniors, or even if she takes over as a full on GM mid season, who knows? Uh, I think it's incredibly likely that somebody hires her as an AGM in the near future, because um, yeah, she's a she's a generational talent so far. Uh, but she's also been here a week, so you're fired, Horcrux. You're fired. Go off and fucking be a wand or something. I don't know. I'm not super familiar with the Harry Potter films. <sighs> so we have two spots, and. Um, I don't remember. There's one of the, there's another yearly. Yeah. Kisslinger. I'm firing from contention unless I already hired him in which case, oops. Um, 
So it's down to uh, Matt Thunder, Alexander, and uh, Fireball Salad. So the fourth person I've decided to hire is Alexander. Uh, of the trio of noobs that I reviewed who applied, um, honestly, Alex just wins due to seniority <laughs> in that regard. He joined in August as opposed to September uh, or October. <laughs> um, he's just got he's got a month. He's got a month. He even has a month on Fireball Salad, who has a month <laughs> on Horcrux. Um, so yes, Alexander gets the fourth team. Uh, for the World Juniors, which means the last one is between Matt Thunder and Fireball Salad. Uh, and I don't know. I truly do not know. Um, I honestly want to give it to Fireball Salad. But I am going to award it to Matt Thunder, I think. I guess. I don't know. Yes. Matt Thunder will get the GM job. Um, yeah, honestly, I think what pushed it over the edge for me, even though, like, I, you know, like the three noobs who I highlighted Alex, Alex Wildfire, or fuck, not Wildfire. God damn it. What's your name? Fireball. God damn it. <laughs> Fireball, Alex, and Horcrux um, have been three of the best new members. Um, and I just want to hire them all, um, but I'll let them get hired next season. And Matt Thunder, even though I would have liked to see him be as active as those new guys, um, just generally, um, I, I do love that he was like one of the people who reached out to Jeremy Morin, and uh, I've just kind of like his activity levels with with Ottawa. Um, I think this would be a good opportunity for him to do some kind of full GMing gig. So there you have it. There's your five GMs. AJ Williams, maybe I'll assign them teams too, extremely arbitrarily, because I am not going to look into uh, what country their players play for. But AJ Williams has a shirtless uh, African-American man in his profile picture, which leads me to believe that that man plays football which lead me, leads me to believe um, that A.J. Williams is American. Therefore, he is going to GM... Where the fuck is he? Did he delete his application? There he is. Yes. Which leads me to believe he's American, so he will be GMing Team USA. Um, team... Who else did I hire here? Alexandra is a very French name. Uh which could either be applicable to Canada or Team Europe. Actually, did these people have preferences? Alex wanted World Europe and Canada. AJ didn't have a preference. Matt Thunder has no preference. Domino has no preference. Uh, Baby Boomer has no preference. Wow. Thanks, guys. You really made this fucking easy on me. Uh, Alexandra is going to GM Canada. Nice French-Canadian name, or perhaps actual French name, who truly knows. Um, but let's just go with Canada. Um, <laughs> uh, the rest three I'm going to very arbitrarily hand out. So Baby Boomer is going to get Team Europe. Uh, Domino is going to get Team Asia. And Matt Thunder is going to get the unique challenge that is Team World. Pretty sure Team World is a mercenary team. Uh, so yeah. There you go. And what do you know? We are at an hour in four minutes. Um, perfect time to end the podcast. So if you stuck with me the whole way through it, uh, I appreciate it. I kind of had fun recording this. All I had to do was skip work. No big deal. Um, if you're thirsting for even more Jardy B podcast content, I am now going to record the three-point chode sode. Um, of which I really don't know what I'll talk about. Maybe I'll do a noob train. I kind of don't feel like it. I should just do ramble for five minutes and call it a day. We'll see. We'll find out in 20 minutes or so. Anyway, as always, thanks for listening. If you didn't, go fuck yourself. Uh, have a good night. Good night.